This is an SBS radio podcast. Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia. The Australian Tertiary Admission Rank, or ATAR, plays a significant role for secondary school students who plan to pursue higher education. It's a standard measure of a student's overall academic achievement that indicates their position relative to all the students in their age group, determining who gets offered a university course. Australia has a state-based education system. In each state, university admission centres are responsible for calculating the ATAR from the sum of the scaled marks for an individual's top ten scoring units. Kim Payno is a General Manager of Marketing and Engagement at University's Admission Centre, or UAC. The key feature of the ATAR is that it's a rank. It's not a score or a mark, it's a rank. So it's a measure of how you have performed against others in your age group. And it's meant to be used only for university entry. To be eligible for receiving an ATAR, students in Victoria must complete the Victorian Certificate of Education, VCE. In Tasmania, the ATAR is based on students' tertiary entrance, TE, scores. In New South Wales, UAC provides the ATAR to secondary school students awarded the Higher School Certificate, HSC. Ms Payno says that although each state has its own secondary education system and qualification and they calculate ATARs independently, there is an appropriate mechanism in place that makes an ATAR transferable across state borders. If I get a 70 ATAR in New South Wales, if I want to go to university in, say, Melbourne, I can apply to Melbourne Uni and they will accept my 70 ATAR, even though it's been calculated in New South Wales, not in Victoria. So there's that interstate uh, transferability of the ATAR, even though each state is responsible for calculating it individually. To calculate an ATAR, university admission centres consider how students did in their school assessments that count towards the ATAR during their year 11 and 12, Ms Payno explains. Well, essentially in New South Wales, we are basically leveraging off the results that the students already have at the end of year 12. Can't just use their HSC result to come up with an ATAR. Because everyone's doing different subjects, so an HSC, it doesn't really give universities a sense of who has done the best, I suppose. Ms Payno points out that university admissions centres have different eligibility requirements for receiving an ATAR. And in New South Wales, they have to include at least two units of English. In some of the other states, English is not compulsory. You're basically just taking your best 10 units. And if English is not among your best 10 units, well, then it doesn't get included. But in New South Wales, it gets included regardless of whether it's among your best units or not. In Sydney, Nicole Lenoir-Jordan still vividly remembers when her son and his friends were finishing their Year 12 a few years ago. For a lot of students, ATAR is about making or breaking it, getting into the course of their dreams. So I feel a lot of students take subjects that they don't necessarily want to do, like three-unit physics or four-unit physics and four-unit maths, because they know they're scaled up and they'll do everything they possibly can to get their ATAR as high as possible in order to get into the course of their dreams. UAC's Kim Payno says that if every secondary school student went to university, the average ATAR would be 50.00. But since that's not the case, the medium ATAR is usually around 70.00. One of the questions that I sometimes get 
is, well, if it's a rank, wouldn't the middle point be 50? And it's not because the ATARS is the representation of the entire age group rather than those that have actually gone on to complete. And the reason we do that, ATAR is transferable across the country. It's meant to be a representation of you compared to your entire age group. The ATAR rank results from the scaling process expressed as a percentile rank on a 2,000-point scale from 99.95 down to zero. An ATAR of 80.00 indicates that the student placed in the top 20% of students in their Year 12 age group. Ms. Lenoir Jordan, who is currently undertaking a Master of Teaching at the University of New South Wales, says the way in which the ATAR is calculated can be difficult to understand. In terms of how the ATAR is calculated, I've asked many teachers and everyone has a vague idea, but it is very, very complicated. To receive an ATAR, eligible students need to register online, Ms Paino explains. Uh, for Year 12s, the application is pretty straightforward because we even have their personal details because we get that from our local board of studies. So it's kind of pre-populated once they put their student number in and a PIN that we've uh, emailed to them. Really, the only thing they have to do is uh, fill in what courses they're applying for and uh, pay the application fee. Nicole Lenoir-Jordan says that the lead-up to final exams and graduating from high school can be very stressful for students trying to get the highest scores possible. She points out that some universities offer alternative pathways, like an early entry scheme or a transfer from one university or degree to a desired one at the end of your first year of university. There were always back doors, so if you didn't get the mark to get into medicine but you desperately wanted to get it, then you go and do a science degree do really well in the science degree and transfer to medicine. Or if you didn't get into law, you could do an arts degree, do really well and transfer into the law degree. So you've got to be well researched to know the back doors to get in and not give up if you really, really want something. To find out if applications for ATAR are open and how the scaling process will work for you, speak with the University Admissions Centre in your state or visit their website. This was an SBS radio podcast. For more Settlement Guide stories, visit sbs.com.au slash radio.